Hi, it's me again, and welcome to episode two of your podcast. What I'm trying to say is, today's episode is about year two, the second year of our relationship, which sounds really impressive when I say it out loud. Two years. Can you believe that? Two years. I mean, I was just expecting a second date. Well, what do you mean expecting? I was hoping for a second date after our first one, and now suddenly we're two years into the relationship. It's kind of weird, but also it's it's a nice weird. Like I don't fully understand or know what to expect. I guess personally, I have some idea of what how a traditional relationship progresses, but. You and I both know that our relationship is anything but traditional. So, I'm excited to see how things progress from here. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Today's episode is about year two. I'm really impressed because, actually, having considered all the things that happened in the first year of our relationship, I didn't expect so much more to happen in the second year. Because a lot happened in our second year, right? Didn't it? Right from our staycation at Capella, if we take that like as the beginning of the second year, which which it was technically, and you know, realistically, and we decided to introduce each other to our parents. That was a big moment. That was a big step that we took, and we actually made it happen a couple of months later. But before we get into that. I wanted to talk about how the second year of our relationship, if anything, it really helped me get through a lot of things. So you know this because I've told you, but 2020 was like a weird year for me. I haven't had a chance to visit my parents since for over a year now, which is not the usual. You know, usually I get to see them once every six months, which is also not all that regular, but at least it's twice a year at the most. And 2020 just threw all of that for a loop. And suddenly my entire family that, or at least the people that I consider the closest to me, I had to realign that. I had to rejig that entire understanding because I couldn't think of the people back in Dubai as my closest family, even though I wanted to. And yes, I still do. They're my parents. Of course, they're going to be my parents, irrespective of what happens. But I really needed to depend on a lot of people closer to home, which was here in Singapore, because I had nowhere else to go. Throughout the second year, you know, I, I switched jobs, and uh, you kind of helped me through that as well, just to make sure that I was keeping sane. And I know you said you had the confidence in me that I would find another job because I mean I didn't change jobs I was forced to change jobs let's be let's be honest about that and yet you somehow thought that I would always find another job and I think that confidence reassured me that I would find another place to to work in. and I did I joined TikTok and now I've been there almost a year that last few months in 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 uh, 2020 those were really hectic for me. I just, when I look back on it and think, why was I doing so many things at the same time? And I'm not quite sure what greater purpose it served, apart from me just keeping really, really busy. But the one thing that I, I probably am quite proud of 
during that time was um you know i was working out regularly i was exercising pretty regularly and i, and I did experiment for about two weeks i think with a keto diet and that didn't last very long but it was probably one of the healthiest i've ever been in my entire life not necessarily the lightest but definitely the healthiest that was also the first time you got to see me perform live that was a big deal you got to see me on stage and you got to see me do push-ups on stage which was fun i can tell you this now that the only reason why i did the push-ups on stage was because you were in the audience i think if you weren't in the audience i wouldn't have done it so it was it was me just kind of kind of showing off a little bit yeah and of course showing off to everybody else also who were in the room thinking wow what a lucky girl she is that dude that dude is uh he's he's fit <laughs> but but it was it was fun i think that was a big milestone for me personally that you came and saw me perform live because you know the last thing i want to be is that that improv person who keeps encouraging harassing people and you know his friends and family to come and see my improv show god i i you know i don't want to be that person i don't even to know that person which is why i never compelled you or tried to even force you or encourage you to come and see me perform because i'm like it's not really that important in fact it's it's better if you don't come at least i won't feel like i'm pressurizing you but you came i'd like to think of your own volition and you saw my performance and you saw my team perform and i i think you enjoyed yourself that's what you said but you know what i appreciate you coming to see me perform and we watched a couple of more improv shows and i think we probably also had some of our first proper ish fights in our second year because the first one that i remember is when we were both went to watch where ling was there as well and you know i was in the shower pre, like a few hours before the show i was in the shower and you tried to come upstairs and i obviously didn't answer the door and then by the time i came out of the shower and saw that you had you were ringing my bell i called you back and you said oh i'm already on my way to this th- you know the 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 theater etc cetera, etc cetera. that was a good thing that happened because that way i could make sure that you had a spare set of keys for my apartment with you so you could come and go as you please because that is important and also that just puts less stress on me that i don't have to be here if you want to come over you can just come and go whenever you want at your own freedom so that was one then i feel like the second sort of fight we had was uh later on when you were staying over at my place in like may june i set up some time to record the the podcast with uh, my friends on a thursday evening and you were very upset that i didn't remember that thursday evenings is the time when you would like to spend time with me and i should like to spend time with you and that became also another discussion between us but i think that helped because that just helped me understand a little bit more about how you think about things and uh, now it's on my calendar and i never forget that thursday evenings are time to be spent with you even though things have changed a little bit but at least it's still there on my calendar so that helps so yeah so year 2 was it's pretty good i think we we had some of our first not like big fights or anything like that but at least we had our first few disagreements enough for us to have a little bit of anger and short arguments with each other but they never lasted right i think that was probably the best thing we talked about it we shared our feelings and then we acknowledged each other's feelings and then we moved on and that was 
that's always been great about us. So here's the weird thing about year two, is that I, I know you spent New Year's Eve with me because you definitely, you went to your friend's place uh, and then you, uh, this was sort of December 31st, 2020, you went to your friend's place and then you came back to mine later in that night and you spent the night at mine. But I just don't necessarily, I don't remember what we did that day. And I, I don't know why that is. Usually I'm, well, usually I spend New Year's Eve playing video games, but I don't remember what we did that evening. And even though it was one of the first New Year's Eves in years that I spent with someone and not alone, you'd think I'd remember it. I remember you were there. I remember I was there. But I just don't remember what it is that we did. That is so strange. Then I know year two was also, well, 2021, I guess, when we got into 2021. And I moved house. And I was trying to involve you in, well, not involve you, but at least asking your opinion on, you know, furniture and stuff like that. And looking back, I may have freaked you out a little bit. And that was definitely not my intention. I was not looking to freak you out and saying, hey, come come and live with me. Let's live together. That was definitely not how I was looking at it. But I think that thought did occur to me that perhaps we may want to look at living together at some point, maybe not too distant in the future. And, uh, well, that kind of happened, but not exactly for the reasons that we would have liked. But it did happen eventually. You came and spent a couple of months over at my place. Yeah, that was, that was different. I think I saw you in a very different light during that period. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm also very grateful that you shared with me the things that you were experiencing and you were going through. You were felt open and honest enough to share with me how you were experiencing those things. I'll never forget how you... Uh, well, there are two things that I won't forget. One is how you called me while I was in an improv workshop to tell me that you had fainted at yoga. That was the catalyst for you to come and move in with me. Maybe not necessarily the best reason, but it was a very significant reason. And I'm glad that at least that resulted in something good. That you came over and we spent so much time together. And it was fine. The two months that we spent together, it was, it was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't weird. Maybe it was a bit weird at the beginning because we'd both been so used to living on our own, but now suddenly we had each other all the time in each other's space. So there was a little bit of adjusting to do, but I think neither of us thought of it as a bad thing. And in many ways, I was very pleased that it turned out to be a much more positive and comfortable experience than I thought it would be. Because I always had this latent fear about how it would be to live with someone again because I'd spent so, I've spent so much of my life living on my own right now and even when I lived with my parents back in Dubai we live in a big enough house you kind of have your own space no one really gets into your space uh, you're fine now living with, with you especially in the apartment that I'm in right now it's a little bit different right it's oh, i don't know if, i don't know if we necessarily have our own space as such but we have a lot of common places where we spend time the living room or the bedroom or the kitchen maybe i have my study i guess that's my space in a way but 
I don't know if you have your own space in this apartment. Maybe that's something we're going to have to think about. But I'm just really glad that we were able to spend some a lot of time together. Even though even before actually that happened, I remember <laughs> my birthday weekend where you came and spent 3 nights with me and you made like three buckets of tiramisu which was delicious but like if you want to take a break from making tiramisu for a while I, I completely understand right you don't have to you don't have to keep going down that road if you if you don't want to if you do of course I'll I'll be very very happily and uh, willingly eat the tiramisu you make but if you want to take a break take that break But even those three nights that we spent together in um, three days, rather, we spent together over my birthday weekend. I thought that was a long time that we spent together, and somehow those three days felt longer than the two months that we spent together. And I don't know why that is. The two months that we spent together from May to July just flew by like that. It's very strange. I don't know. I think it was just I was in a different place mentally, or perhaps I had different priorities. when you came over in may versus when you came over in april i don't know it's just it's strange how how things work out that way so yeah so the one thing that i won't forget is you calling me to tell me that you fainted in yoga this was in may and then the other thing i will never forget and i'm just so sorry you had to experience this on your own and receive this news on your own because No one should have to to do that and then to carry that news with you all the way home is when we found your tumor. And that was just I I don't know, very honestly. I I just don't know. I don't even know if I have fully processed everything that happened to you. All I knew when that happened was my role was very very simple. I just had to be there to support you and to make sure that we dealt with it in the best way. And I'm so proud of you with how you dealt with it and how you organized things and how you went to see the doctor after doctor after doctor and asked all your questions and I know it was very difficult for you to have that conversation with your brother with your mom It's it's tough to have to reiterate that and I'm so proud of how you dealt with it. And I'm I'm just so happy that we caught it on the 1st of July and by the 23rd of July it was out. And that's that's just amazing. Right? And you didn't waste any time. You knew what had to be done and you got it done. And that for me is the best. So now you can just focus on one thing and one thing only which is recovery. and that will happen you're already recovering but apart from those two things which were perhaps not the most um happiest of memories they were strengthening memories i think they helped strengthening re- for our relationship i think for sure we kind of stepped into re- roles and dynamics that we hadn't consciously thought of before but we knew it was needed so we did it but the good thing or the one of the happy things that happened this year was that i got to meet your mom and you got to meet my parents and that was so interesting for me because i don't think that's ever happened to me before like at least your mom's so lovely and she's so sweet and i love that she always brings me some kind of chocolate every time i see her <laughs> without fail and she always encourages me to eat fruit uh which is also very sweet of her and 
it was just so nice that even during that period where you were you're adjusting trying to you know get better you know in may and june uh your mum was able to fill that role bring you food etc i think that just the system i think you know worked i mean i didn't have to do much to be fair your mum was doing all the heavy lifting but i'm glad that at least i got some opportunities to meet your mum more than once and now it's so nice that you've met my parents and i know the zoom call with my mom and dad was was interesting the first time you met them a dad gave you this entire download of the entire family i'm not quite sure why that was needed but i guess dad felt that he wanted to give you the full family background before you make any kind of decision fair enough you want to make the decision the best decision with all the, the most amount of information that you can have so there was stuff about my family that i was learning for the first time on that call so that was that was just in, exciting but i'm so glad that my parents got to meet you and they know you now they they've met you they like you it's a big relief for me as well that i'm glad that that's happened and the result of that has been positive you hear so many stories where it's not but i'm so glad that at least in our situation we had positive experience out of it so those are the, like the big things that i will remember year 2 for i think our second year we really we really kicked things up on a different gear even though i don't know if we were necessarily planning to or aiming for but we did it when the time came we did it and i think that's the best thing that when the time comes we are ready to step up so what i'm trying to say is this song can explain it better i wish you bluebirds in the spring to give you heart a song to sing and then a kiss oh but more than this i wish you
that's it for episode two, year two. Next time on what I'm trying to say is we'll have a little bit of a what if episode. I will talk or I'll talk at least about maybe some imaginary scenarios where how different would our relationship be if we met at different times or in different places. Let's speculate. I'll see you next time on what I'm trying to say is episode three. What if? My broken heart And I agree That you and I Will never be So with my best My very best I set you free I wish you shelter Storm, I cause a fire to keep you warm, but most of all, when snowflakes fall, I wish you love, but most of all, when snowflakes fall.